and Eve Sarianos. Hello, I'm Emily Gilmarrett. Hi, I'm Adam Gifford. This is the School of School podcast. Are you a math teacher looking for an assessment tool that can give you a detailed look into learner or class achievement? With Insights, it's all in one place. Make sense of assessment data so you can strategically plan and teach lessons. Insights, it's assessment for advancement. Visit mathsnoproblem.com for more information. Hey everyone, welcome back. Uh, hey, this is our first recording since the new year, so very exciting. And even more it's more exciting than that, we've got uh, Justin Bullard joining us today. So Justin, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi guys, uh, I'm really happy to be here. Happy, happy new year. Um, my name is Justin Bullard. I'm the founder and CEO of Empath Productions. Um, we are a uh, a, a, a relatively new creative company. Uh, we're out to make um, original IP for, for kids that uh, not just entertains, but actually uh, creates empathy and, and you know, sort of promotes uh, strong emotional intelligence uh, in, in kids and, and in parents as well. So it's my pleasure to be here. I'm really excited. Pleased to have you here, actually. Justin, and yeah, happy year to one and all. Look, today I know one of the things that, that was um, suggested and that we could talk about were tools to build resilient, confident children. I, I dare say that the the circumstance in the, in the recent history have, have probably led to that being such a crucial skill. Um, the work that you do, uh, obviously it encompasses empathy, but I think that in order to you know, develop well-rounded child those other things are so important what's your take on it what's it and and also does it link in with the work that you're doing yeah i you know it's it's always the most important thing uh i believe to have kids that are are um you know have a a strong sense of self they have confidence you know they're they have um you know they have that that inner sort of power that they need to, to navigate the world. And I think that, uh, especially in modern days, uh, you know, given the, the, not just the, the pandemic, which has been so crazily impactful in so many people's lives and everyone's lives, really. Um, it, it's, it's been this sort of like growing crisis for, for a lot of years. You know, I think the, you know, uh, with empath, we're really focusing on the, they call it the alpha generation, you know, it's kids that are mm-hmm. born um, after uh, 2010. And this generation deals with uh, different kind of pressures, so many things that we never really had to. Um, one of the primary ones is this kind of constant um, social media, they've been online since they were born, they've never known any, anything else, you know, they don't remember a time when there, there, there wasn't a, a smartphone or a streaming service or sure. uh, uh, social media everywhere. And, and I, I think it's more important than ever to really give kids the tools to navigate this world that we're in, you know. And uh, the work that I do is aimed at, at that group. I'm really trying to, to, you know, emphasize the things that I believe are really important for, for kids today and, and uh you know, hopefully make them more successful and, and well-adjusted and strong moving forward. Sure. Look, I come into this as a, as a dad, uh, as an educator mm. who's, who's, you know, passionate about education and passionate about, yeah, giving children the best chance that they can have. So I'm going to put you on the spot slightly. 
don't mm, be too please. nervous. What, what, what are some of those tools? Because, you know, we, we often in education, I've, I've had this before, we've, we've talked in sort of general terms that we must, oh, you know, that children must be more confident or they must be more this, or they must be more that. And then it's kind of left at that. And that's quite a, that's quite a big ask for someone mm-hmm. who, you know, wearing my dad hat or wearing my teacher hat or, or you know, any other hat in school. What, what do you think in terms of those tools? F- first of all, just, just what are some of them and, and how do we develop them? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I, I think that um, I appreciate being put on the spot. Uh, first of all, I think it's great. And it is it is really challenging. You know, I think when it comes to developing emotional intelligence, it's not something that's as simple as, say, learning math. You know, like math is, is, is definitely not easy for, for some kids. But I think that it's one of those things that needs to be um, sort of constantly developed, you know, and there's some really amazing programs, uh, especially for, um, like preschool kids, uh, that, you know, that sort of younger set things like the roots of empathy, which is absolutely amazing. You know, I think that's, it's such a, such an important thing. And that's, you know, uh, uh, taking a look at this baby and what do you think this baby feels and just sort of like making kids think about that. And for me, uh, I, we're trying to aim a little bit older. You know, I think what I would see is, uh, I, you know, I'm a dad as well. I've got a, uh, an 11-year-old and an, and an 8-year-old. And what I would see is that these sort of lessons become a little less um, um, at the forefront. It becomes more about academics and, you know, uh, performance and that sort of thing. So I really want something that aims a, a, little, bit, a little bit higher, a little bit older, I should say. Um, and when it comes to tools, I think, you know, we're, we're part of our curriculum is, is based on uh, developing a, a compassionate theory of mind, you know, and the, the idea uh, of the theory of mind is the ability to attribute mental states to yourself and to others. And uh, it's one of those foundational elements for, for social interaction. And what that is, is it gives you the strength to know that, you know, other people have uh, certain intentions, that it's not necessarily you. Um, we want to make it so that uh, kids can look at the things around them and the way that they're treated and the way that they're talked to and understand that it's not, um, it's not you know, them, it's other people have, have uh, these reasons for acting the way they do. And, and, and uh, you know, when it comes to the actual tools for those things, um, you know, we're about creating empathy through entertainment. So I want to give kids... One, in the types of lessons that our, our stories have, that there are uh, strong messages about uh, empathy and the different types of empathy. And uh, two, have an interactive element. So we actually have um, uh, a number of things that are, that are interactive. So we have um, interactive workbooks, games, you know, activities that actually reward these kind of behaviors um, and encourage these kind of behaviors. You know, the, the, the ability to sort of put a, uh, a challenge in a fun way, in a sort of gamified way to a kid of what would you feel in this situation? How do you think they reacted? Why do you think they reacted? Putting these sort of soft skills um, into kids' hands in a in a in an interactive way, I think is the best way to really reach them. 
So, so I guess I guess if, if I could just jump jump in on that and just pick up on this for a mm-hmm. second. So I'm guessing that, that, that one of the big shifts, certainly from when I was a child and and now talking about, you know, the children that are that are growing up today and, and you know. When was that, Adam? When, when, when were you a kid? <laughs> oh, the, in the golden age. There was like, um, I'll give you a TV reference and let's see if you can place it, Andy. I watched Chips. Did you ever watch Chips? California Gilligan's Highway Patrol. Chips. Oh, oh Chips. Er- yeah. Eric Estrada. Yeah, there you go. So, oh so that should give you. He was the coolest guy course, in the world as far as I was Of course it was, concerned. yeah. So I, that, that, I met him once. He came out for a new fundraiser to New Zealand. No, it was one of the what? greatest days of my life. <laughs> Very cool. So anyway, yeah, so, so sort of still to this day, still to this day, <laughs> the greatest day of your life. It's hard Meeting to beat. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, but what I was going to say was, is that that when when I was growing up, so that, yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to say of a similar age to the children that we may be talking about, sort of the 80s, I guess. The way that people reacted, we saw it. Because unless you kind of did a, a hoax phone call, and I'm not endorsing any of these things, a hoax phone call or a bit of sort of graffiti on the back of the toilet wall, yeah, uh, that sort of said Adam, you know, Adam can't play soccer or whatever, you know, whatever it might have been, something a bit more racy than that, perhaps. I'm not sure if they were really <laughs> going for it. More, yeah. But 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 I suppose the point being is that is that often you'd see people's responses, whereas now the, the, there's the the room for so much anonymity, like you can address a huge audience without anyone knowing. Right, so so I guess it must be far well in one sense far easier to say things that are deeply hurtful, uh, obscene, possibly illegal, all of those sorts of things that 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 effectively you, you can't see the reaction, you don't know what happens, that you can't you know like you can't sense that 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 reaction, and so I guess does do, do you think that that makes it more difficult uh, for I don't know for for children and and adults too. I guess to gauge the level of what they're doing, like because I might just write something and send it out there, and I don't know. Well, it's a spectator sport now, right? Like everybody's watching. The stakes are so much higher now than they ever were. Yeah. Because you know, if someone was bullying you in the school ground, you know, well, maybe a couple people might say, maybe they'll tell their friends. What you know, you know what I mean. But it kind of it was more contained. But now it's like the evidence is there and everybody sees it and it and it can take off like a fireball, right? Absolutely. I, I, you know, I, I think, um, I mean, you know, social media, it's it's a whole crazy uh, a topic, you know, the, the way that it impacts us, the, the, the conversations that we have with each other, the, you know, the, the, the sort of political landscape, you know, like there's just, there's so much like the influence that um, uh, like troll armies have and, you know, these sort of outside forces that, uh, you know, you can so easily um, put on a cloak of anonymity and come in and sort of stir up a bunch of, uh, of conflict. It's a huge, it's a huge wide ranging uh, topic. And I think, you know, just to kind of bring it back to, to kids, you know, uh, kids are on social media more and more at younger and younger ages. And I think as a parent, it's very challenging because often you don't even know, you know, I think the, you don't know what your kids are seeing. You don't know what your kids are necessarily interacting with. Um, I think um, I think TikTok, for instance, is 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 actually awesome. I love TikTok. I think there's so much amazing content on there, and I think it's it's really great. But like any of this stuff, there's lots of avenues that you wouldn't want your kids going down. You don't want them to be on it unsupervised because there's a lot of adult content, there's a lot of dark content, scary stuff. There's all kinds of things, and 
when it comes to things like bullying, you know, like you said, Adam, uh, you know, for us, we had to worry about the schoolyard bully or the neighbor or the, you know, just that, that sort of like really personal thing. And now there's a whole massive avenue for, for this sort of thing. And I, I've actually seen it, um, you know, with some family where uh, it, kids had posted some terrible things online about a, a, a nephew of mine. And it was awful. It was absolutely awful. And, you know, I think that is one of the reasons why I think it's more important than ever to really give kids that song, that, that strong um, uh, a strength of, of, of character, that strong theory of mind that they have as much confidence in themselves and the things that they do and the things that they believe so that they're able to, to not let that stuff affect them as much. If, if you know, if you know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess on the flip side of that, it's, it's that difficulty and, and, and creating empathy for someone or a group of people you can't see, you've never met, you may not have any idea of the context in which they live. And that's a massive challenge, I guess. That's a huge challenge to be able to to do that, to to have empathy for the unknown, I guess. It is, and Adam, it, it's it's it, it's it's really really fascinating because I think that part of that, uh, you know, dealing with the idea that you know you hear something very hurtful, and uh, something that you you know you you read something that's very hurtful, um, maybe pointed right at you. There is a lot of power to be found in in having empathy towards that person, towards the person that's doing the hurting, the person that's being the bully. Um, you don't always know them. They're an, an anonymous. But the ability to say like, OK, well, maybe they are in a terrible situation. Maybe they're acting this way because of something that's bad in their life. And that's not my fault. You know, maybe... I shouldn't take it personally. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of power in in that kind of thinking, um, because you can't take you can't take everything personal. You have to believe in yourself. You know. Mm. Hey, Justin. Hey, so you started your career uh, working on like really cool video mm. games, mostly for you know n- n- not young kids, old. I guess more mature not kids, kids and, yeah. and, and even young adults. Yeah, and um, and then you you had your own kids, right? And then something happened, and then so and then you started Empath. What, what, what's that all about? Yeah, I'll, 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 you know my my career. Um, you know, I, I've always been artistic. I was a kid growing up in in uh, in New Mexico and in, in Roswell, New Mexico, which I, I mentioned to, to Ooh, you guys. Spooky. Uh, and woo. Uh, and uh, I was always very artistic. It was sort of my dream to be uh, to work in video games, and I. Moved to Vancouver, British Columbia, here in Canada, and went to animation school. Um, you know, amazing experience, and started working in games. It was like a, a dream come true. And um, I uh, sort of cut my teeth on games like NHL. You know, uh, uh, for for Electronic Arts, which was which mm. was amazing. And um, and then I started working uh, uh, for Rockstar Games, which was you know a, a great experience a very challenging experience but what i found there was that um you know rockstar is very much about character and storytelling and and uh through that and then you know uh, further along in my career i was able to um uh really focus on on story and cinematics and storytelling and i think that you know when it comes to to uh, storytelling empathy is crucially important you know it's are you able to understand where a character is coming from what their motivations are 
why they do and say the things they do. And, and then that link between the player and the story character in a game is a little more nebulous, but it's really important. You know, you need to, um, you're, you're not just watching a character and understanding them, you're driving a character. And I found that to be really fascinating when it comes to, 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 to the power of empathy. And, um, what uh, was, and, and I, I, I absolutely loved it, but I was making a lot of mature games, things that were really not meant for kids that were, you know, sort of 16 and above, you know, like uh, mature rated games, which had a lot of death and violence and action and, you know, drug references and that, and that sort of thing. Um, and then I had the opportunity to work on um, uh, some lighter fare. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kid at heart, like, you know, it's a podcast so you can't see, but you guys can see my office. It's like full of toys <laughs> and fun stuff. And this is the kind of thing I, I love. Um, and then when I had kids, you know, everything changes, you know, it's that universal, that universal story. You have kids and everything changes. Your perspective changes. What's important? You know, why are you now doing things? It's not about you. It's about them, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I found that I wasn't really able to share the work that I was doing with my kids. You know, they thought it was cool. I worked in video mm. games, but I couldn't show it to them because it was, you know, too violent. And, and that was sort of one of those first steps that sort of pushed me towards really following my dream, you know, chasing my, my bliss, as it were, uh, making stuff that they could see, they could be proud of. Um, and when it comes to Empath and, and Alpha Squad, which is our, our you know, our first uh, original IP, they're my target audience. You know, I have two, two daughters and uh, I make this stuff for them. You know, I want them to love it, you know. And, and so it's, it's been really great. It's, it's exciting because I get to share it with them. And it's exciting because it's what I really want to be doing, you know. So that's, that's cool. That's, that's interesting. So, so it really came from, you know, you saw the need, right, out there. Were, were your kids, um, were they struggling in any kind of way with, you know, sort of emotional issues or is that like what drove you because there's there's it's not it's not just like you're not just making like cool tools for kids right you've got you're you seem to be on a mission right you've got this like you know we got to build empathy in the kids right there's got to be there's got to be stuff out there that that helps children develop that what, what drove you to do that in particular yeah our our, t our tagline is creating the world's most empathic generation you know that's like something that i i, I think is, is that's is ambitious super important and yeah, I know that's that's that it is, and and I think that, um, you know, I was really fortunate. Um, you know, I my my kids, I think, are generally quite well adjusted. You know, and and I do my best to be a good, a good dad. And you know, growing up, I I sort of had a a bit more of a troubled childhood, and so I have this sort of mission to myself to be the best dad that I can possibly be. My my wife is. Uh, an absolutely amazing uh, uh, woman and human, and you know she's 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 absolutely incredible. So my kids are very lucky. You know, I think they they have two great parents, um, and uh, we always try to listen to them and understand them and empathize with them. And what I was really seeing and what sort of really started to give me pause was as they were getting a little bit older. You know, when it's when they're young, honestly, it's pretty easy. To, to sort of protect them, you know, like they're, 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 they're not doing a lot on their own. They're not watching things on their own. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. You sort of get to, to, to mold them. And as they get a little bit older, they start to, you know, spend more time, uh, uh, you know, exploring 
on, on their own, you know? And, and so thankfully my kids, um, haven't necessarily had a lot of those issues, knock on wood, but I could see it out there, you know, and I could see, you know, especially given the political landscape, um, uh, was something that, that sort of was stressing me out a lot, you know, that sort of like us versus them. And, you know, these guys are monsters. No, these guys are monsters. You know, you could see this sort of starting to, to, uh, you know, make its way into everything, you know, and they started to really start seeing that sort of thing. Like, they, you know, uh, you know, the, who's Trump? You know, it's like, it's like, you know, it was sort of everywhere, you know. And <laughs> and so for me, that really uh, it kind of put me down a path of like, OK, like, what what is going on here? And do you know, should I be worried? And clearly uh, there was a lot to worry about, you know, and um so I set out one to keep them on a strong path and two to help other kids uh, that might be in situations like I was in as, as a kid, you know, think kids that don't have that amazing support system. Um, and, you know, it, it became really even more crucially important for me during the pandemic. You know, I think that like sort of forced separation, you know, kids, kids, everybody was already sort of uh, becoming isolated because of the the world that we live in. But my God, you know, um, things like screen time, unsupervised screen time, um, just absolutely skyrocketed, you know, in, 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 in the pandemic. And so I think it's more important than ever, especially when it comes to, to screen time, to make that as positive as possible, to give content and lessons to parents and kids that is uh, safe and positive and, and good, something that parents can trust and, and kids can, can love, you know? Justin, can I just jump in and ask, the content that you're writing, because uh, like you've mentioned and, and you sort of referenced Trump, and there's probably another few things that, that have been referenced. On <laughs> that, that, no, but I'm just saying that, that in my lifetime, and, and I, I read the news a lot and try to keep up to date with things, there's been certain events and certain things that in my eyes anyway, uh, have been quite polarizing, like it, even even more obviously polarizing than the world already is. Does that, that I I can imagine the temptation to have that filter into your content, you know, like where where that that there must be a temptation there to obviously you want to reflect current situations, but I guess there's been good and bad themes or or, or different themes or different understandings of different people throughout history. But, but when you're writing the content, what sort of, you know, like have you just got core messages that you stick to and you, you, you base those around a really good story or is it more reflective of, you know, I guess current affairs? Yeah, I would say it's it's not so much reflective of current affairs in a, in a, in a necessarily direct way. Maybe it is uh, in a response to certain, you know, uh, current affairs. You know, I, I think we, I certainly don't try to have any sort of... Uh, political messages, you know, sort of baked into the content. Really, it's, um, it's about those, those core uh, skills, you know, developing, um, developing that compassion, compassionate theory of mind, you know, uh, giving you um, uh, like uh, altruistic behaviors, you know, I think that, I think that all of the stuff that, that, that we're, that we're, that we see in the world and all of the, the the sort of division, so much of it could be healed by a little bit of empathy. Sure. You know, I think that you know, uh, honestly, I think less people watching less news, <laughs> you know, spending less time on social media, 
Um, because these these things are are designed to incite. They're designed to divide. They're designed to make you pick a side and get passionate about a thing. That's the whole point of it, right? It's about engagement, keeping you engaged in this sort of battle. And the more they can, uh, the 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 more uh, that there's an us versus them, the more engagement and and sort of uh, uh, you know negative passion people pour into these things, you know, and they thrive off tension. Yeah, they thrive off. Yeah, tension. absolutely. I mean, that's you know, that's no secret. You know, it's it's that's there's a reason that you see the things that you see on Facebook because you know Facebook knows that's what you want to see. You know, it's like the, it's like the. Uh, and and there, man, there's so many uh, weird examples. I I I, I uh, read an article about uh, Star Wars, you know, just to sort of like go off topic. And you know, it's uh, it was the the movie The Last Jedi came out, and man, the fan base split apart, and there was all this anger, and you know, there's a bunch of racist stuff coming coming out about uh, about the one of the li- the lead actresses, and and uh, it sort of turned out that like. You know, there was something like 100,000 uh, fake accounts that were coming from a, you know, one city block in Russia <laughs> that were, you know, very anti, uh, anti this uh, Kelly Tran character. And it's like, oh, you know, it's it's not just the sort of nature of it. It's actual other influences that are coming in and trying to divide people. They just, you know, it's 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 pretty scary. You know, it's like there's this sort of like push and. You know, just to kind of come back to the idea of, of you know, what we want to do. It's like we want to have our stories be about, um, you know, understanding each other, using empathy, using, uh, uh, you know, using those skills to to solve problems and, you know, uh, keep yourself strong, you know. Um, it, it's, it's great. And then, I mean, at, at a higher level, I, I think that there is so much uh, power in entertainment and, 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 you know, screen time is not going away. You know, it's, uh, you know, especially the past few years, I, you know, you read some statistics, it's like screen time in kids and adults is up 350, 400%, <laughs> you know, and it's like, holy, holy crap. So I think it, it's, it's, it's super important for people like me yeah. and everybody to make that content and make that screen time as, as positive as, as, as possible, you know? Thank you for joining us on the School of School podcast. 